swooping high over the deserts of Africa is a drone on a life-saving mission. A drone made, tried and tested on the other side of the world. From a warehouse in Port Melbourne to some of the most remote places on Earth. This isn't SpaceX or Tesla, it's a Melbourne startup giving drone competitors Google and Amazon a run for their money. It's a top secret operation, but CEO Eric Peck has allowed our cameras inside. So Eric, this is your playground. That's right, so this is our primary assembly facility in Port Melbourne. So we brought together manufacturing, product development, technology development, sales, marketing, everyone into one building. Uh, and so we can end-to-end -end see from prototyping of a vehicle through to rolling it off a 3D printer sack at the back and eventually through to manufacturing these aircraft down the line behind me. It is incredible. So you think it and it gets made here. It is actually pretty cool. We can take a, like a three-dimensional design on a CAD computer upstairs, all of a sudden it's been 3D printed. We do some work on it and then all of a sudden we've got components coming in to turn it into an aircraft. It's kind of a dream come true. Eric's career began in the skies, well above the factory floor. Talk to us about how a pilot in the Air Force ends up making the drones. Yeah, well, it's kind of an unexpected journey. I left the Air Force, I completed an MBA, I spent a little bit of time working as a management consultant, and I met my co-founder, and he's a robotics engineer. And we got posed this question about whether a drone could move chemotherapy medication in the outback. Uh, and the answer was yes. We thought the real question was, what does the system look like that can do that? You know, safely and reliably a thousand times a week. We looked out and we thought everyone else was turning their kind of toy drone they got for Christmas in 2011 into a delivery drone and we should take that 70 ton Hercules that I supply and shrink that down into an autonomous electric aeroplane and then automate everything with software and kind of fast forward five years, uh, here we are today in Port Melbourne at Swoop Aero. Hey, I'm Josh Tepper, the CTO and co-founder at Swoop Aero. So how did you meet Eric? Eric was working on a new product at the time and that led to him reaching out, he was looking for a technical partner to join with him. So while everyone else is flying these little drones, you're thinking in your mind this could be much bigger and drones could actually have a specific purpose. We were starting to see all the kind of the building blocks of the technology there and starting to be available. And it was this really exciting piece of like, okay, we can see all the parts. We have this vision of how they're going to all plug together and then what we can then do with that new thing, how that's going to expand out into the world. So these are all the pieces before they come together. That's right, so on my left-hand side here, we've got all the finalized components uh, that we assembled on the production line to my left into a physical aircraft. Uh, and on the right-hand side are all the individual components. There the are aircraft. a lot of pieces. I believe there are 4,000 individual components on the aircraft. At the start of the pandemic, we had to buy a million dollars worth of semiconductors and stockpile them. And I'd imagine it's also the reason why you make so much of the stuff here. That's exactly right. So during the pandemic, uh, we weren't able to source them overseas. And so it forced us to buy Australian made products, basically build a sovereign manufacturing company out of necessity. While car manufacturers have pulled out of Port Melbourne, Eric's team has relocated to this bigger warehouse, building a drone making production line that doesn't just assemble these drones, they design and make every piece right here. My name is Caroline Krasik and I am a senior mechatronics engineer. Here I think what's really cool is that I get to work on a quicker design cycle. So here it takes about a week. I see something on my screen, I 3D print it, test it, and then fly it, and then the next week I'm ready to do another change. And so that means that here I can own half the aircraft. Like I've designed half the mechanical parts that you see on Kite today. This job is about a lot of research and development, which isn't exactly what an Air Force pilot usually does. What did it require in your mind to be able to flip between the two? 
So I think uh, the military works really well as this huge functioning machine. It can deliver value in a whole lot of ways. And so when I came into a startup, I realized that my skill set wasn't going to be needing a lot of structure to operate, but really knowing the right amount of scaffolding or structure to put around the organization as it grows to keep it growing in the right direction. On the outside, this drone may look simple, but there is a lot going on under the hood. There's a mix of electrical work that we do. There's like 43 custom circuit boards on the aircraft, but then there's also a lot of traditional aerospace structures. This is my second startup company that I've worked for designing a cool thing that flies in the sky. I think a lot of people thought I was a bit crazy. They were like, you're moving to Australia to do what? This is an awesome opportunity and I saw the value. It's not that you necessarily miss flying. The thing that you enjoyed about flying was delivery and you've just been able to transfer it to here. Well, I call it running the mission. Uh, and our mission at Swoop is to deploy drone networks that realise the next giant leap in how essential supplies and services are delivered. What's been translated is, you know, running a two or three day mission, doing a whole lot of work uh, and creating value for people by leveraging the air. Now I'm running a mission that does that exact same thing, unlocking the potential of the sky and running out with a whole group of amazing people behind me to make it a reality. Once the aircraft are built, they're brought here to Swoop's test facility in central Victoria, where test pilots put them through their final paces before they're sent to customers around the world. My name is Achini Gunawardana, and I'm a flight test engineer at Swoop Air. It's very critically important that we test the system to its limits, both in an R&D sense and in a commissioning sense, to make sure we are only sending out a safe aircraft out into operations. Whenever a Swoop drone is ready for flight, the team arrives at this test site. And just like Elon Musk, Eric is right across the details. So Eric, why is it so important to be out here for you? It's really exciting to be able to take a sovereign manufactured aircraft out of the factory in Port Melbourne. Every time we have a new feature, a new bit of software we want to test, we can do it right here at the flight test range. It's here the kite gets to spread its wings for the first time, reaching speeds up to 200 k's per hour. Well, this is uh, Swoop Aero's fifth generation aircraft, the kite. Uh, it takes off and lands vertically like a helicopter, uh, and then once it gets to the height, it's about 100 metres off the ground. Uh, the two motors at the back start up, pushes it forward, all the uh, takeoff and landing propellers stop, and it flies forward like an aeroplane. So when the aircraft's taking off, as a pilot, what are you thinking about? What are you looking out for? You're watching out for your air risk, your ground, anything around obstacles, making sure your airspace is clear, that kind of thing. The aircraft takes off, what happens here? So this is our remote pilot system, where if you look here, you can actually see all the aircraft that we have. The cool thing about the Swoop Air aircraft is it's all autonomous, so. Wow. The pilot does have command of the aircraft, but you're definitely not flying on the sticks. Using sticks or not, Swoop is catching the attention of global players. Most startup founders are chasing that elusive payday, but when an investor offered $100 million to Eric for Swoop, he turned them down. I have a check for $100 million. I hand it to you and I say, I want to buy your company. And you say, no, what were you thinking? We've put all this work in, we've got this huge market opportunity. I'm quite passionate about building this company here in Australia. It wasn't about the money. It wasn't about the money. It's about what we could do with the technology that we'd built. Ultimately, it's going to be worth more money than $100 million. But Eric, what sort of person says no to $100 million after a few years? Someone who thinks that we can have much more impact and create much more value in the world if we keep on doing what we're doing. Money isn't everything. So you go back home and you say to your fiance, now wife, this happened today, what's her response? 
Uh, she was fairly supportive of it uh, at the time. I think occasionally uh, she might spy a nice, a, a, a nice bigger house and go, oh, it'd be great to have a swimming pool. Speaking of your wife, you have a honeymoon and you interrupt it in London to do what? <laughs> Close the venture capital raise. For Swoop's founders, their success is no honeymoon. They're constantly searching for growth, taking a risk and then pivoting until payoff. How much bigger can Swoop Aero get to? We know that uh, we have a $34 billion market size across the world and we can use to deliver value. So taking uh, the ability for someone in regional Australia to get a blood test once a week to once a day. In the Congo, we took the turnaround time to check for Ebola from a month down to under a week. So all these years later, what goes through your head when you think about aviation? And I definitely don't think there's going to be any pilots. Uh, I once, really? I do not know. I once joked that I wanted to be the uh, first CEO of Qantas that brought in an autonomous fleet, not the last pilot to be made redundant. Then what is your message to your former co-pilots? <laughs> Get involved in tech.